How could a person do this to another person? How could the person that I loved do this to me? How could the person that I stayed with for five years, for 10 years, for 15, for 20, for 30 years, turn around and do this? Do they not understand the hurt that they've caused? Do they not understand the pain that they've inflicted on me, on my family, on my kids? Do they not understand what they've done? When they leave, will they realize what they've left? Will they realize that they had the best and the most loving person ever, and now that they've left, it's all gone? Will they ever realize? Will they ever understand? Did they ever really care? These are a lot of questions that come up in one-on-ones. There are a lot of questions that come up in your mind and they come up through time and time again from being with a narcissist to being separated to wondering what's next. How do I navigate these waters? How do I work through this? And a lot of people want to go back and they want to look at the past and they want to try to figure out what was going on. I do help a lot of people in understanding that. I help a lot of people from the narcissistic perspective. Hey, this is what they're feeling. This is what they're thinking. But sometimes people come to those meetings or they come to live events and they're trying to understand what's happening and they can't seem to wrap their mind around it. And what I've realized working with people more and more over the past couple months, over the past year, is there's there's people that come to it and they want to know answers then they want to figure it out for the narcissist. But a lot of times they don't want to figure it out for themselves. And that's really like a hard moment to try to figure out how to navigate with different people of like, hey, I can I can tell you and I can say, hey, it's this, this, and this. Like these these four reasons why the narcissist left or why the narcissist didn't love you or why the narcissist didn't care or didn't show you affection. And sometimes I'll give people those reasons and they'll hear all four of them. They'll hear it. I'll say it. You see it go. It's received. But then they stop and they're like, I just I just don't understand why. And after they go through and I'm like, okay, it's this, this, and this. And it's like, I, I just don't understand why. And at the end of the day, it comes down to the fact that it has nothing to do with you as a person. It has nothing to do with you. So many times people are trying to figure out why it happened, what was wrong with them, what could they have done better, and they start to doubt themselves and start to think through, like, like what is happening? Like, why is this happening? How could this happen? And they start to put all the focus on the narcissist and trying to understand, and sometimes it becomes like an obsession. It becomes an obsession of, like, learning about it, understanding about it, and trying to figure out, like, how this person could have done this to me. And oftentimes when I'm working with people one-on-one, we have times where we work through different things with the narcissist and with how they're thinking, how they're processing the story that they're telling themselves. But then there comes a time where it has to turn and it has to start changing to the perspective of you. Of you as the victim, of you as the person who is abused. And we have to start working on you. It doesn't mean you're all messed up. It doesn't mean you're all broken. It doesn't mean you're less of a person or anything like that. It means that, hey, you've been through a lot. And there's a point now that we need to start working on building you back up. And we can only do that so far with this other person in the picture. And with others, this other person still controlling your thoughts, your emotions, your reactions, your mentality, your mindset after you've already put them out of your life. 
So with this, when I'm talking with people, I do I do coaching, I do one-on-one. Really what kind of the the tone of it is, is a lot of times I work with people right after the relationship and they're hungry for growth. They're hungry to try to figure out how do I break this trauma bond? How do I get out of this active like dissonance of I know cognitively that I shouldn't be with this person, but in my heart, I still want to go back. And you see these people who get hoovered, who get reverse hoovered, who just go back all the time. Like we're talking, I talk with people that they've that they've left their narcissist saying, this is not for me. This is not the person that should be in my life. They're toxic. They're abusing me, all this type of stuff. And they leave and then they go back. And then they go back a second time, a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, a seventh, an eighth, a ninth, a tenth, a twelfth, sometimes more. And they'll start to go back to the person that abused them because they're stuck in this idea of a trauma bond. And oftentimes it's built on hope. Oftentimes it's built on abuse and the cognitive dissonance between what they say versus what they do is built on doubt. There's a whole lot of things that go into that. So when I first start talking to people, a lot of the people I talk to are coming out of relationships and they're going through either one of my trauma bond workshops or they're going through like one-on-one classes with me and we're talking about the trauma bond and we're trying to figure out how do we identify the fog that's in your life, how do we slice through that and start giving you truth, start giving you facts, start giving you healing by understanding what happened and what's actually true now. And as we do that, we start breaking through the aspect of the trauma bond. We start clearing the fog of the fantasy, of the lies, of the manipulation that the narcissist put on you. And we get to the place where we start dealing with the facts, with the truth of the situation. Because the truth is going to set you free. And the facts are the way to do that. We start identifying that. We start changing the story that you're telling yourself. We start rewiring your mind to be able to avoid and get through and process those triggers in a different way so that you're not sucked back into an abusive relationship. So you're not drawn back to the person that you know you shouldn't be with. And I work with people to get them out of that trauma bond. And as they get out of it, then we start getting into this period that's kind of like limbo land in the middle. And limbo land in the middle is faced with calmness. And with calmness, there's like an idea of peace. And I had to tell someone the other day, I was like, right now you're in the middle of the calm section. I was like, right now you're in the middle of peace. But that doesn't mean in the middle of this peaceful, in this peace section, that everything is actually peaceful. Okay. And so what happens is you might be in a section of this limbo land where it's like calm and you're experiencing peace. And now what I mean by that is you're not experiencing the rage. You're not experiencing stuff getting thrown at you. You're not experiencing the abuse. You're not experiencing the mental manipulation, the gaslighting, the future faking. There's a lot of those aspects that are cut out of your life because you don't have that person in your life. But at the same time, when you don't have those things in your life, there's also an aspect of like, wait, I've been with this person for two years, for 10 years, for 20 years, and that's what is ingrained in me. That's what I'm used to. The fight or flight mode, the, the running away, the coming back, the arguments, the reactive abuse, all that stuff is like ingrained in you. And so in the middle of that calm, in the middle of that peace, it doesn't feel peaceful. And it feels really frustrating and disconcerting of like, this is when you start to doubt yourself of like, did I make the right decision? Maybe I should go back. Maybe this wasn't as bad as what I thought. Maybe I kind of blew it out of proportion and what they said to me about how I was, maybe I was actually the problem and I just need to go back and need to fix it. 
that piece is so crucial for you to walk through. But again, you walk through it, you don't make a U-turn. You don't go back. You have to walk through it. The thing is, in that limbo land, you can't stay there forever. That limbo land is a season. It is a period of time where you experience peace and you start to recalibrate your mindset about what is going on so that your peace is also peaceful. And you start to understand through goals, through ideas, through places that you're going to go, through things you're going to see, through your visions, through your values of, hey, this is who I am and this is the direction we're going. And the next option is dealing with the trauma bond, going through limbo land, getting to a place where we start establishing clarity. And this is where a lot of times like the one-on-one coaching gets, gets repetitive as far as like we're doing like multiple sessions or we're meeting like week after week because then we start setting a goal for the future of you've broken free, you've gotten through this like awkward stage of like limbo, of it's calm, but like I don't know what to do. Sometimes I want to go back, like all this, maybe it was me, like all this stuff. Now we have to start getting like a purpose and a vision and a future. So we start dealing in clarity. We start figuring out, hey, who are you? What is the best self that you want to be? Where's the person that you want to be in a year? How are we going to attain that? How are we going to work with that? And we start to set goals. We start to set vision. We start to work through to give you a course and a purpose because that's where you have to get back because a narcissist takes that away. They take away your confidence. They take away your joy. They take away the things that they first fell in love with, quote unquote. They take away those first things. They destroy them and then you're left with nothing. And you're kind of like, I don't even know what to do anymore. I don't know what makes me happy. I don't know. And so we have to start building that back in. We have to start building back clarity and purpose and joy and gratitude. And so we step from the trauma bond into limbo land, into the idea of clarity, into the idea of purpose. And when I work with people on -on one-on-one, that's my goal, to be able to work them through those couple stages to get them to a place where they're living on purpose and they're living intentional lives. Because if you just go through life and you don't have any purpose, you don't have any intention, everything that's happening in your life is just reactionary. It's just, I think I need to do this next or this happened, so I need to respond this way. And there's not a a goal. There's not a intention. And that's what I try to help create with people. If you can live your life with intentionality, if you can live your life with purpose, you'll start to live your life more fulfilled, more joyful, more grateful, and you'll start to live your life with such a purpose that you won't go back, that you won't consider to go back, that you won't feel pulled to go back because you understand going back is only going to be backwards growth. And you have a goal, you have a purpose, you have a development, you have an idea, you have a project, whatever it might be, we work to develop those things so that you can get clarity, you can get focus of who you're going to be as your best self, who you're going to be as you continue to grow and learn about yourself to be who you were meant to be. If that's something you're interested, would love to talk to you more, go to my website, rawmotivations.com or click the link down below so you can see about scheduling a one-on-one. would love to interact with you, see if it would be a good fit for us to work together. Uh, We'd be very excited about that. Uh, If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe. Follow on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. uh, This is YouTube, just kidding. Instagram, uh, TikTok, and um, Facebook. Uh, We'd love to have you guys interact with there as well. Uh, A lot of times we're going live every Thursday night. Uh, We'd love to have you show up on some of our live events and just be able to hear about narcissism as try to promote awareness, growth, healing, and change. Thanks so much. Mm 
Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule a one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. We'd love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.